in this time of our of our world where everyone's in a crunch and, and inflation's at an all-time high and the dollar isn't going as far as it does, the conversation, that's that human element. And what you'll find on the other end of the phone is that's all they're looking for is the conversation. You're listening to The Single Momcast. I'm Mel Hyatt. And I'm Pam Keneally. And today we have with us Ann Dag. And thanks Hi. for being here. Thanks for having me. We have had you on the podcast two other times because you are our money guru. Ooh. Yes. Yes. They're like, bring her back. Yes. Let's wow. do it. And today we're, go- we're going to get really specific talking about money and what we do with it. But before we do, what would you like our single moms to know about Anne? I think the most important thing to know about me today is I'm glorifying the sunshine that we're seeing in Oklahoma. Yes. And I'm so thankful to be here among women, about women, to empower women, because we've all had someone in our life, whether it was a mentor, a friend, or a coworker, or sister, or sibling, that empowered us and helped us. And so I just love that, that I'm able to allow God's talents that I have to impart to others to help lift them up. We are too. We are so thankful for you. We were doting on you before of all the things you've done for us and you truly are an ally for Arise. We we love that. And you know, we think about so many things that our single moms want to hear and always finances is is usually at the top of the list. It's so important for all of us, regardless of where you're a single mom or where you are, your inform- the information today is going to be super helpful. So Thanks. we're just all excited to hear what you have to say to us today. Wow. So anyway, you know what? We just want today, ladies, to talk about how to handle an unexpected or an unexpected income, such as tax returns or bonuses or other profitable situations that we might find ourselves in. So whatever the situation may be, we are faced often with an opportunity and and Mel to be wise or not to be wise. And we've mm. all been there. We've been, Oop, we weren't wise on that. Maybe we'll be better next time. I feel like every step of my life is, are you going to be wise, wise or, or not, not wise? wise. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, well, that's a question for all of us today. But I tell you what, I want to talk about that moment. What should a single mom and do first with an unexpected or an expected income, such as the things we just talked about? Well, I think first, take a pause and give gratitude to God. It is a gift, and we need to receive it as a gift. And then I always like to say, okay, Lord, what do you want me to do with this gift? And so I think you have to identify needs versus wants. Um, and needs, of course, are emergent or non-emergent. Um, wants are reward or not reward. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. first you have to kind of look at that it is a gift, pray about it for a minute, and then ask yourself, what what do I need to do one, two, and three? And would you suggest in that moment, because I think what can be really complicated, especially for single moms, is that they're not having this partner to sort of, oh, what are you thinking? What are you th-? They just need to do they write that down? You know, how do, how does this something that isn't just something they hear on this podcast and then let's talk that it's a tax return. They get that and man, I haven't seen my bank account look like that in a sure. while. And you like, how do we stay the course in that moment? Great question. So first, and I'm really trying to practice this more and more every day. I really start everything with a pause. So first pause. And in that pause, okay. 
say that quick prayer, Lord, what do I do? And I think that we have to remember, if specific to like a tax return, we see that as a gift, but the reality is that's our money. We paid too much in, and now the IRS is giving it back. So that was money that was in our budget, and now we're getting it back for our budget. So Uncle Sam was just holding it for us with no interest. <laughs> right. Give it back to us. And there are, there are two schools of thought about this. You know, some people don't want the IRS to have their money ahead of time. They want to operate their money for themselves. Other people want that tax return because they do think it's free money. And you mm-hmm. have to kind of change your mindset and recognize that was always my money. Mm-hmm. Someone else was just holding it for me. Yeah. So I think keep you know, you start and you start and you end with a budget in mind. We all we hate the idea of a budget, but I think that's the parameter we have to start with. Is okay. I have this budget now. My money has come back into my budget. How do I prioritize that? So how do we? I mean, you asked that question. How do we prioritize? It needs it needs to start with needs in this scenario. So how do we prioritize that? So I do think you prioritize those needs. Um, you know. We all know there's debt, there's credit card debt, there's medical bills, there's, you know, we need clothing, we need, you know, babes need shoes. So I think you start with, okay, if credit card debt's one of our big things, then let's look at that. Where are we paying the most interest? And we want to get that paid down faster. Because paying interest is just giving money to someone Mm -hmm. else, and you don't have to do that if you get ahead of that. Um, If it's medical bills, Obviously, we need to pay those providers that gave us service. But I think, especially right now, those medical providers are, they're so good about working with people and helping them with a budget. So rather than put all of your tax refund towards one medical bill, maybe you space that out over several months. Okay. As long as you're making payments, you're in good faith with that provider. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. And you know, we've already, uh, we've already kind of talked about that, but let me ask you a practical question. Uh, where do I put this money once I receive it? I mean, once you receive it, I know you go to those different things, but where do you put it? Well, we've had a real gift the last year. Since the Federal Reserve raised interest rates, we now have interest-bearing checking accounts that we've not seen before. So there are several opportunities where you can put that money, and at right now, that rate of return is as much as 5%. 5% is huge, and that's letting your money work for you to be get more money. So I think first you start with an interest-bearing account, um, and there are obviously there there are banks that offer interest-bearing accounts, but um, the, the the bigger interest-bearing accounts would be either credit unions, not nothing against banks, but credit unions are paying a little bit more, and then you have your retail accounts like a Fidelity or a Schwab. You know they want your deposits, and so they're willing to pay you for those yeah. deposits, and the, their their money markets are backed by FDIC assured and. CDs and things like that anyway. So the money's more liquid than actually putting it in a CD. I just had a moment with my oldest to do with this, and it was mind-blowing. Um, I don't know if this is available to everyone, and but I have an American Express card, so it made it available to him to have a savings, and I use their savings. It's free. It's online. There's no fees. But he moved an amount of money from his our local bank 
to this. And I showed him, I said, look at how, it was a savings. Look at how much money he was, was making like eight cents. Mm -hmm. And we totaled it up. The amount of money that he made off of his savings last month, it would have taken him, you're not going to believe this, 18 years mm -hmm. to make that same amount of money in his other savings. And it was crazy. Wow. It was crazy the amount of that. So it was really practical for him. It's a savings account he's not using. He puts money in it every month. It's my requirement as long as he's living in my house. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just sat down with him. I said, look, buddy, like it would have taken you 18 years. That's so crazy. And this is just free money that there. So that is so practical and so good. So we're not cashing it out and putting it in our wallet or our pillowcase, no. and we're not keeping it in checking, right? No. Because what happens when it's in checking, Pam? We, we're rich. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> TJ Maxx gets money. <laughs> TJ yeah. Maxx. And, and I think that that savings account also, as you said, takes it off the radar, and then the iron is, is apt to use that. And now, now you've got your emergency fund for real emergencies. Yeah. yeah. And it's making money for you. I had asked him, I said, I can't, I can't tell you not, you know, I don't have control over this. He's an adult now. But I said, I really don't want you to download the app because the app makes it easy to transfer that money back into your, your checking. Mm -hmm. You know, give yourself a hurdle. So that is so practical. And it's free. And so do your research, moms. Um, you know, yeah, put that in somewhere. So did I hear you say that when you get this money, you look at where the needs are? like medical bills, et cetera, et cetera, and then with the rest of it, you put in savings. Is that what I heard you say? Absolutely. Okay, I just wanted to make sure yeah. we just spell that out, that there's no option otherwise, then it just immediately goes into savings. Absolutely. Because you never know what emergencies you're going to have come. Yeah, So, and this is hard, especially mm -hmm. when if you have been in a season where there hasn't been extra money and you have been working really hard and you think, I don't know about y'all, but I will tell myself in that moment, I deserve, I deserve this. It. I'm going to treat myself. Uh -huh, and yeah. then I treat myself today and tomorrow. And what I, I just want to ground all of our listeners for a moment. Like this is an opportunity for you to make a legacy moment for your kids and to talk about this with your kids and, and to get a burden, take some weight out of your backpack by paying off, like you said, that high interest credit mm -hmm. card or something like that, or to have it just there. Well, and the instant gratification of a splurge is so short-lived. And to mm -hmm. your point, that legacy where you put it, now you've, now you've got pride and that it extends far beyond instant gratification. Mm -hmm. Well, I just want to interject something here because I'm going to tell you something I did not do well as a single mother, and I wish I could have do-overs, but you don't, but you learn as you go, and, and I'm thankful today both of my adult kids are, are, are very good in the area of money managing, which is amazing to me, but here's what I'm trying to say. I did not do what you did, Mel, with my kids and say, okay, this is what you need to do. Money matters. This is where you need to put it. You're going to put someone here. You know, if you're choosing to tithe, you're going to tithe the tenth to the church or just whatever your beliefs are. But I did not do that. I did not know to do that. It wasn't that I was keeping it from them. Ladies, I just didn't know I was supposed to do that. I was too busy doing all the other single mother things. Yeah. But I love the thought that moms, you can lay this into your kids now and start showing them now, you know, 
what to do with money. I mean, the Bible speaks 500 times about prayer. It speaks 2,500 times Jesus and God speak about money and what to do with it and possessions. So there's lots of advice and how and what and where and when to do it. So, you know, just uh, lay that little legacy with them like you did. Well, and I'm not... I mean, thank you, Pam. Yes. But it was me, an opportunity came in my inbox, and I explored it. But to your point, it is really great for us to sometimes share these adult moments with our children because they are listening and watching. And watching more than listening. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I think seeing... If, if a child sees you celebrating, oh, my gosh, I just put money in savings. and Or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I made a good decision. Let's celebrate that decision. Then I think it, it just opens that conversation to all kinds of ways to share and grow. Yeah, it does. Or even money you get for your birthday, moms. Your kids get 100 bucks from their grandparents for their birthday. That's a wonderful opportunity to say, okay, what are we going to do with it? That, mm-hmm. What's a wise thing for us to do with it? So do you have any comments to our single moms about those sudden moments with your kids and doing the right thing with their whatever well, money they get? I, you know, my dad instilled this to me, so I've instilled this to my daughters, and that was you take that first 10% for the church and the second 10% is for savings, and then third per, third 10% pay down debt, and then the rest of it goes towards urgent mm. or, or wants. Yes. But pay Jesus first, then your savings, and so forth. <laughs> wow. And then Amazon. Yeah. There, uh, I, went, I, I saw this at Barnes & Noble once, and... Um, I was a single mom, and I also was just kind of cheap, and it was this little box set for kids. Imagine three really small shoe boxes, and one said, uh, give, save, and spend. And so we went home, um, and I just got shoe boxes, and I was—sometimes I try really hard, Pam. I think I was just— afraid they were going to be in situations I was in. And we would do that when they got birthday money or Christmas money. Okay, how much are you going to put? And my boys still have those boxes. Mm. And um, my oldest is 21, and he, like, puts his gift cards in it. And he had told me not to go, I have so many gift cards because I've just been putting them in these boxes. So I, I suggested he takes me out to dinner, but that hasn't happened yet. Aww. But even that is a cheap or free practical thing where you can start showing them. Is it Dave Ramsey that says, like, if you don't tell your money where to go? What He says something about making sure every dollar has a place, mm-hmm. and he does sort of that envelope thing. This is that same thing, but, like, we paint, we painted the shoeboxes, and mm-hmm. it was just a dumb thing that I wanted to do that they still have those boxes in their closet. I should probably make my own But (laughs) I also don't get a lot of cash. So, okay. Oh, go ahead, Pam. I I want to ask a question to Ann right now because we have single moms listening that are saying, that's great that you give the first 10% here and that you save and then you this. But but I, I, I mean, I have more month than money. I, I barely have enough to pay the rent. I barely have enough. And maybe we're going to get into that. But what comment would you have for them real quick with that? This is the situation some of our single moms, not all, but some of our single moms today are facing as they're listening to this. I think it goes back to if you don't start putting the money back, Uh it's never going to be there. And so you've got to go through that practice and have that faith. And it's blind faith at first. Yes. But that's where you can mitigate some of those other debts and just set up payment plans. As long as you're communicating with those you owe money, that's good faith. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. I, but I think you've got to start, even if it's a little bit, a little bit. Yes. You know, and I have been, I have been in situations where 
for me, it was paycheck to paycheck. And I, I remember very distinctly getting a, a raise. And it wasn't huge, but again, this was all out of fear. I was so afraid of not having enough for my boys. So I, I did this automatic, I think it was maybe $50 more a paycheck. And we were surviving before that. So I set up an auto thing to my savings where I moved that $50 to my savings. And that was something that I started doing when I became a single mom. And that I try to practice that and it, it starts to add up. It does. And you, and you don't realize it. And um, so that is something too. Not speaking to the one who's currently in it right now, but if you do get a raise or you do, if you are okay and surviving at this amount, any extra could be something that helps you. For me, I needed peace. And even having, you know, $150 in my savings brought me a little more peace than the month before. Right. So those are, for me, it was always about how do I give myself a little bit of peace. Right. Well, something else, too, to consider. I did as a single mom uh, when I would get my income from working, uh, I would, you know, had envelopes. And part of it went here and part of it went there. And if there's anything left that I could save, it went towards like Christmas or something. So that when it, Christmas came, I didn't feel guilty. I had fun spending the $50 I had. I had fun. There was no guilt associated with it. And we hear from our moms all the time, I feel so guilty that I put this on the card. And I feel guilty that if we don't plan ahead, then when we do spend for our kids, there's guilt involved, and that hurts as well. So address that, Anne. Absolutely. And it's it's a, if you focus on the process, the money becomes secondary. And that's where the blind faith has to kick in, right? You you have to be disciplined with the process. And then you can celebrate your process and your discipline. God will take care of the rest. I know that sounds trite, but he does. He, if we're good stewards, that will all follow. And so, you know, you were able to put $50 back. Even $10 back a month adds up. After 10 months, there's $100. Yeah, yeah. And we live plus, in a world now. Plus, plus interest. Plus interest, <laughs> if you find it, yeah. We live in a world now, too, where there's a lot of tools that if you're not disciplined enough— um, I don't mean to be story timing, but I feel like, I mean, we've all been through this. There's an app called Acorns. Have either of you ever used it? I, when I was a single mom, and still now, we use this as our uh, Christmas um, fund, I guess you would say. So Acorns rounds up everything. So if I go to McDonald's and I spend $5.95, it will put five cents in my Acorns account. That is my account. What happens is I won't spend any of that over a whole year. And by the end of the year, it is crazy how much money will be in my Acorns account. And I click one button and it sends it to my account. When I was a single mom, I used that to go on a little trip with my boys. Mm -hmm. Um, just like, okay, let's see. And they would watch it. And I feel, I'm feeling, I'm, I didn't do everything right, but I'm feeling really good when you were saying, let them see it because we would celebrate it. And sometimes they would go, how much is in our acorns? And it was pennies, like pennies added up to Mm -hmm. a couple of hundred dollars at the end of the year. And, And I would go, well, we can go to Tulsa or Dallas on $320 yeah. and we would choose. And so if you're not disciplined enough to have the envelopes or move it over, find something that'll do it. With, I didn't even notice because mm-hmm. I knew I went to McDonald's and I spent five ninety five, but my account showed that I spent $6 because it just put that five cents over. Um, so there are a lot of tools that can help you. We have talked a lot about the dues. But for some of us in the room, Anne, who need even more rules, let's talk about the don'ts. 
(laughs) What should we avoid doing when we get extra money? Like, absolutely, Andag is saying, don't you dare. (laughs) Well, don't pay off one big chunk of debt and then one and done. I I know it's that's tempting to do. You just want it off the plate. But again, you have to have that process. Take part of it, pay part. Take another part, save. Take another part, put back for something Mm. else. Mm. And so I think, and then I hate to say it, but you just have to try not to splurge. You have to look at splurging as I'm setting a new process in place and putting this money back so that in the future, we can treat ourselves. Yeah. Because yeah. again, especially like with the IRS refunds, that was always your money anyway. Now that you just got it all back at once, if you had all that money in savings, would you spend it all at once? No. Yeah. You're putting it in savings to create that process. So just give yourself that kickstart and make that process start that day. Don't so what do you're it. saying is that if you if you get, I'm sorry, I have to re, re say what you said. So if you get this money back and you have like $300 you want to pay off at some store, you don't just, if I could just pay that off. You don't pay it off. You do the, you do the three things you said. And would you repeat those three things again? You, bu- you budget it. You budget it. Okay. And so you, you put money back in savings first. You obviously, you know, I, I'm a tither. I think, mm-hmm. you, you know, you give to, you give to the Lord mm-hmm. and you receive abundantly. And then that's where you start putting a little bit towards each of those areas. That's the process. And negotiate. Mm -hmm. Negotiate with them and say, hey, I can't pay at all, but I'm going to give you a deposit today. And then I'm going to set up a budget that I'll pay you, you know, $10 every month or whatever. So, Ann, have you found when they call the, the, you know, the electric company or they call whatever and they tell them their situation that that's often helpful? Yeah, and I'll even go further. I'll even go further. I actually had a, a medical procedure and um, I got the bill, and it was more than what my physician said that it was going to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, when I called them, I said, I was told this was going to be X, and it's three times that. And they said, oh, well, what can you pay today? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm, I'm asking you what it should be. And by the end of the conversation, she had negotiated that whatever it was down, but she needed me to tell her what I was willing to pay so that she could then negotiate the price down. You're like $7. Well, (laughs) as tempting as that would be, I wanted to be reasonable. Right, right. But, you know, in my case, I was fortunate. I could have paid that whole bill, but it was obviously... And so what we're finding specifically, I shouldn't say this, but in the medical field, Mm -hmm. you know, they exacerbate a price for an insurance company, but if you're paying cash, it's really oftentimes much, much, much less than that. And so advocate for yourself because it can't hurt. Amen. If you yes. call and they don't do anything, you've tried at least. And that really, that's in in this time of our of our world where everyone's in a crunch and, and inflation's at an all-time high and the dollar isn't going as far as it does, the conversation, that's that human element. And what you'll find on the other end of the phone is, that's all they're looking for is the conversation. Mm. That is so valuable. That alone, moms, is worth listening to this podcast. If you receive nothing else, to me, that is so huge. Yeah. That's a really wonderful thing to think about. Yeah, and to just be a human. And, and, and I, it's so exhausting to get on the phone and do it, but it will be worth it. I want to ask you a question that came up in a small group I was setting and with a bunch of single moms. One of them 
Uh, we were talking about resetting, of course, because it's the beginning of the year, and what a time to just put all these challenges on ourselves, January. <laughs> and one of the moms said, you know, I really have gotten this bad habit of buying things on Amazon, and I didn't realize it, but I looked back. In the past couple of months, I purchased almost 60 items on Amazon. And she was like, guys, help me. What do I do? And we began having this conversation and, you know, everyone was like, delete the app, delete Prime and all of this. Um, but another mom said, you know what I do is I put stuff in my cart and then I won't allow myself to purchase it if it's just something I want until the next month. And she said, I can't tell you, and that takes a lot of discipline. She said, I can't tell you how many times I get to that next month and I'm like, mm, I don't really need it now, or it's changed its price or something. And she said, now Amazon's going to tempt you and it's going to keep notifying you. But I thought that was just a super practical thing. And, and that's, it's easy to spend money today. So do you have any other like, hey, just do, try this, like wait 30 days or. Absolutely. That's, there's that pause right? You force yourself to just pause. And I do think sometimes we think things are urgent when they're not. And, and, yeah. it, and so I'll ask myself, is this important? Is this urgent? Or is this just a big want? Mm-hmm. Um, and Amazon is very enticing yeah, and addictive. Well, and it keeps coming for you. And hey, we saw you looked at this yeah. <laughs> and now we have, you can get 12 for sure. even cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that is, those are the things we, we want you to hear moms is just maybe give yourself a moment. And again, they're not, they don't have that person where they're going, should we, should we? So circle back around with yourself is what I'm hearing you say, pause and process. And uh, and I want you to close your eyes for a moment. Um, and they're beautiful, by the way, big, Thank beautiful you. blue eyes. Yeah. And maybe you're thinking about yourself um, when you were raising your girls or a single mom that you know. And I just want to ask you, what is one more thing you want to say to her? Love yourself and trust yourself and know that you may feel alone, but you have an army around you, and none of us are alone. Um, he's always with us, and we are a front and a force for each other. So when you're feeling alone, just pause, pray, and know we are with you. That's so good. Pause, pray. I love that. I need no. to pause more, Pam. Pause, pray, <laughs> and know. Yes. Okay. You know, and I... Um, in closing here, I just want to throw out a few resources maybe for the moms if you're thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get with this and buckle down. And I'm going to mention two, and if you have any others you want to throw in there, please do. But I know many of you know about Dave Ramsey in New York, New York, you know, Times bestseller, radio personality, wonderful material. But I have found over the years that our moms that have purchased his book, The Total Money Makeover, is great. It's it's very it's a fairly elementary and starting. It's a step by step plan and how to pay off debt and how to transform financial situations to where you're set free. So I would suggest you looking at that. And also, I looked up today and saw he has an app called Every Dollar, and where every dollar it's fli- it's not flippant, but it matters. And That's what I was trying to remember. I knew he said something app. about yeah. Okay, every, every dollar, dollar. Every dollar app. This thing helps helps budget with confidence. It helps you track your transactions. It gives you insights into spending and saving habits and setting goals. And it's just wonderful. So that may be a great app for you to take a look 
at as you have time. Do you, is there any other thing, or you just want to amen to what I said? Amen. And, <laughs> yeah. and the acorn app, I think that is okay. fabulous. Yeah, yeah, I love that too. Yeah. Well, moms, in closing, is your heart heavy? Is your heart heavy because you're you're part of the American population right now? Fifty one percent recently said they're having difficulty paying their bills, and this is a recent survey I got off of Dave Ramsey's website today. It said that 64% are having renters difficulty. Well, that's, you're not alone. There's, there's many out there. He said that 49% of Americans said that their finances had a negative impact on their health. You know, you're not alone, single moms. So many people are facing this in today's culture. It's not anything to be ashamed of, but you have an advantage. And Dave Ramsey is a follower of Christ. And you have an advantage and that you have a heavenly father that cares for you. And he has said so much in his word about finances that I think it's pretty important to him and ways that he wants to come alongside. He wants to give you a plan. He wants to relieve stress, shame, anxiety, just whatever's tied to the word finances. And he wants to do it. And the Bible says, you know, seek first. Seek Him first. Ask, what do I do with this mess? Get help. Go to a counselor. Find help, and somebody will help you step by step. Learn to do the things like set up a budget, hold money back, save. Get accountability. Do what you have to do to yield to where you're saying, I'm doing what I can do, and I'm seeking God in this. And I promise you, am I right, y'all? You will be relieved. Is that right? Amen. You will be. So with that being said, Mom, uh, we are going to end today on just a, a great topic, and that is that God is good. He's got your finances. You just seek it over to Him, and uh, we are so thrilled to come alongside you at Arise Single Moms, and I love what Anne said we're going to do. What she said, we're going to pause, we're going to pray, and we're going to know that God is good. 